Good morning, okay, and 7.06. Happy Friday to you. I'm so glad it's Friday. Are you? Yes, this has been the longest week. Has it? For me, it has. Really? It felt long, yes, I'm just really. just keep asking questions, Keep asking, Sorry. yes, and the answer's going to be yes. So 7.06. I brought, I brought donuts. Donuts. Yes. Let's check them out. All right. Oh, you brought the double chocolate yeah, on me. because I want to see if you could eat all three oh, in the first segment. No, <laughs> don't do it to me. But then they also have a new churro donut. I got one of those. Oh, too. these are specific donuts. These are Dunkin' Donuts. These are Dunkin' Donuts, yes. Um, Did you order on the app and then walk inside? I don't walk inside. I drive through. You ordered on the app and then you drove through yeah. to pick up. And all you say when you drive up, hey, it's Mamie. Hey, it's Mamie. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, that's all you that's how say. easy it is? <laughs> that's how easy it is. Okay. Well, I guess that there's some convenience here. I, I already know how these taste. Yeah. I'm very familiar with these. D- is this you normally? Or? It's whoever wants it. Which which do you do? I I'll eat them all. I'm not. <clears throat> I don't, no, not on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> thought I had you there for a yeah, second. Yeah, you thought. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll eat one. Uh, did you see uh, we landed on the moon? We did. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. You didn't know we landed on the moon? I mean, a long time ago, but again. No, like yesterday. No, I didn't know that. Well. Definitely. We did it yesterday. Well, yes, not people. Oh, who? Robots. Okay. I hope they had a good time. Well, Elon, SpaceX, and gotcha. another company, Intuitive Design. Have you heard of this company before? Um, yeah, I think they did my bathroom. Yeah, so they, they landed on, they were part of a, it was Intuitive Design, I believe, was the, the company, and then you got SpaceX, and you got NASA. They NASA? all work together. NASA or NASA? Oh, I got a frog in my throat. What happened? Um, they all work together to get to the moon? Simultaneously. Mm. Well, that was nice of them. Yeah. Teamwork. And, and so I guess the projection is we will send actual people now to the moon again. Right. It's crazy because, yeah, I, I think it's for commercializing. On Co- the moon. Colonization? Commercializing uh, moon travel. I'm confused about that. Why, who, you want to go, would you go to the moon on vacation? Florida Keys or the moon? Where are you going? Florida Keys every day. It's going to be cold on the moon. Colder than Chicago. Well, that's where your next convention is, maybe. <laughs> it's all right. Dumb I'll be in the conference room 17 hours a day, so it'll be fine. Um, Earth, we know, you yeah. know, as human beings. Yeah. We know it well. I've we're, been we're, there. We're familiar. <laughs> Almost a little too comfortable. Right. Like, like let's change it. <laughs> it's getting old. Kind of boring. So, I don't know if you remember the story of the people who went to visit the Titanic and how that went. Yeah, that didn't go so well. Similar feelings about going to the moon. Agreed. Something about atmospheric and pressure, that kind of thing kind of freaks me out. Maybe it goes back to within one of my top three fears of being trapped in a small, tight space, dark space in a box or something like that. Mm-hmm. Similar like a submarine. So now, if now we're space Elon travel. called in just now uh-huh. on the show and sure. said, hey, Justin, next next trip to the moon, you got a seat. What would you say? As long as it's next to you, Elon. Oh, so you would go? I'd try it. Really? No. No, I wouldn't go. Would no, would... I probably would. Bill, would you go? Yeah, I'd probably go. Yeah. No, I would say no, thank you. I, I would want to go through the test phases first, you know, because they have to prep you. You can't just like, oh, sure, let me, I'll meet you at Charlotte Douglas at four o'clock today. Right. You have to do like training and stuff, the underwater stuff, and that, that ride they had at the amusement 
at the yeah. fair. Yeah. You know, the one that That's a good pinned one. you to the wall. I think we all know exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> Gyrosphere. Is that what it's called? Gyrosphere? That's a good name. That, that's Kaleidoscope? probably it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. probably something like that. But yeah, it would pin you to the wall. Yeah. I guess I would say I've already done astronaut training. I rode that ride at the Cleveland County Fair for like 10 years in a row. So you could meet him at 4 o'clock at the airport because you I'm, are ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I don't want to go, but I'm ready. Is it the is it the idea of being in space and not having the oxygen? Or is it like just like, I don't want to leave home? I think my biggest fear. I'm not sure, on 28. It, no, it's just like that out of control. Like I have no control over what happens when you're in space. Not that I do on an airplane or in a car or anything either, but it just feels like just complete loss of control. You're just up to the elements and God. And God's probably like, nah, y'all. You don't need to leave. You don't need, you don't, you don't need to go. I made, <laughs> I made it earth for you. Why are you going somewhere else? I, I get excited about the like gravity part of it, but I think we've solved that. Don't we have things like here There's on There's anti-gravity. Earth? You can even take a plane and like I think something they do and you'll lose gravity for like 15 seconds or something like that. We've done that before, Bill. Yeah, we have. You have? Yeah, on a small single-engine Cessna that went into a stall. I've heard the same that. exact <laughs> same thing. thing. You know, same exact there feeling. There you go. Wasn't pleasing then. Don't think it would be pleasing now. I That's... mean, just go swim underwater in a deep pool. You're kind of weightless there. That's what it feels like. I love a good swim. You I know? do, too. You just let it go. Aww. Bring him to Lake Norman. Do some swimming. It'll be fine. It would be cool, though, to be able to be in space and look down like on the Earth. That would be like pretty wild. Rob really wants to do it. He wants to go. He really wants would to go. Would you let him go? I guess. I would not feel comfortable with Demi that. Demi would not let me go. There is no way. I would let him go because he wants it so badly. So I know that it would make him happy. <clears throat> but I would be nervous the whole time. Who wouldn't be nervous? Yeah. He would be nervous. He can't say he wouldn't be nervous. Oh, yeah. He'd be really nervous. Who he doesn't even be? like flying in an airplane. But you want to go to space? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He'd get a sedative or something for the ride. <laughs> Maybe just get an IV and then wake up and you're on the moon. Yeah. I've played with that as the way that to get my mom to travel because she she's will not, not a good flyer. She, will not fly. she won't do it or she just hates to do it. Or she's a nervous. She's at a point of life she will not do it. She's not gonna get she on a plane drive, again. And if she can't drive, she's not going. But what I, I think is let me get her hooked to an IV, she wakes up where she needs to be. Right. Then that everything's that's how okay. That'll play. All right. Is she up for that? Or do you have to like drug her to well, get Well, how the much IV does it cost to go her? to the moon? How much do you think it's gonna cost? I'm just talking about going to like Disney World. Oh, or you're talking about Florida. Yeah. <laughs> she can probably drive there though. She can. She has. Uh, but it just makes it inconvenient when one person's driving and the others are flying. You know, Understood. it's you got to figure that part out. <laughs> what do you think it's going to cost though to go to the moon? What would you pay? Seventeen dollars is what I'd pay. <laughs> it's about the Plus light tax. rail fee. That's like that's like the toll lane to get to Charlotte. <laughs> it is. <laughs> right into Charlotte. Pay the same to go to the moon. <laughs> No, I would not pay a lot to do it. What well, people I, are going to mortgage their houses? They're going to gonna pay. Oh gosh, how much did people pay? Do you remember to ride on the submarine? Was it in the millions or was it a few hundred thousand? I'm going to look to Bill on that one. Do you remember Bill? Uh, I do not remember. I didn't. I'm going to guess hundreds of thousands. I would say take yeah. this, take the submarine, the Titanic submarine trip, and double it. That's probably what it's going to cost. Hmm, it's a good baseline. Yeah. So you're still limited on the people that are going. Uh, so the, it's clearly, it's the objective here is to get rid of the rich people, not the poor people. Is that what we're doing on this round of I guess. colonization? Dumb, dumb ways to it's die. a matter of perspective. Yeah. 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 Let's yeah. get rid of them, and then we'll just normies uh, all they just might be, be here. Looking, maybe, maybe I'll move up in the tax bracket once yeah. they get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new ceiling once they're gone. <laughs> or they're plotting something else when they get up there? Correct. I don't like that either. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. So how we I keep them close. Keep your enemies close. I, if I, they're my enemies. I've enemies. asked the question. <laughs> because you got money. You're not my, you don't have to necessarily be my enemy because you got a couple We dollars. can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm open to a yeah, relationship. I'm definitely trying to be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I asked about Space Force last time we spoke with John Galena, and I, maybe this is part of it. Maybe this is recruitment. Maybe. Rob calls it Space Force, though. He said the Army people. Can you see Force. satellites from space? You know, like the whole, like, we have a bunch of I've satellites. i all this stuff, too, that there's a lot of, like, just trash and junk in space. Because, like, the satellites. They don't they... show that in the pictures when they no. show us the pic- Earth looks beautiful when but they send it to us. I'm guessing it's pretty big out there, so you can probably just turn the camera so you can't see all the junk in space. They literally called it space, which I think is one of the most. Yeah. Like my awesome closet. Like it's my closet. There's a lot of room up there. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to call it, Rick? Space? I don't know. There's a lot of it. Put it in there. Storage. <laughs> Storage. <laughs> More Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie is on the way from 105.9 WSIC. Give us a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on 105.9 WSIC. Oh, good. Oh, oh good morning, LKN. 718 on this Friday. Hope you're having a good one. We we weren't able to communicate with Jeff yesterday. Right. We, we think we figured out why, I but let's so check too. in with him right now. RideICats.com, alternative transportation, $3 each day, each way to commute from Iredell County down to the city of Charlotte. You can cruise in the HOV lane the whole way with Jeff as well. Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning, Justin. Uh, 77 northbound and southbound Statesville to Charlotte. Uh, there's no accidents to report. Uh, traffic is flowing. Um, it is raining, so the, the roads are, are wet. So uh, leave a little extra room between you and the next person. Uh, secondary roads in Statesville, Mooresville area. I've not heard of any issues this morning. Hopefully it'll be a, a good start to weekend. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate that. Glad there's no accidents. Let me ask you a question, Jeff. Do you have AT&T for service on your phone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I had SOS on my phone yesterday from 4 in the morning till 1230 yesterday. So uh, you got to love technology. When it works, it's great. When it doesn't, it is what it is. They're saying, uh, well, at least on my timeline, uh, that AT&T got hacked. What do you think about that? It, it, nothing would surprise me. Nothing does anymore. Jeff, you are a rock, sir, and we appreciate you. We'll check in with you at 8.15. All right. You guys have a great morning. You too. Bye. RideICats.com alternative transportation. Today's Friday. They actually go to Hickory today, too. A dollar oh. each way to commute from your doorstep to Hickory. To Hickory. And then you strap the furniture on the roof and come home. I, and Jeff would help you put it. He definitely would help he you would strap get, it up there. Yeah, There's no doubt about that. Carry it. Now, if he has AT&T, don't know if he's going to be able to make phone calls during the trip. Yeah. Sounds like they're all back online. Do you know though. anybody else with AT&T? No, I don't. Only Verizon. Only Verizon. Maybe T-Mobile. Maybe. Or isn't, isn't, doesn't AT&T, didn't they buy T-Mobile too or, or no? Sprint. They bought uh, Sprint. It's like Cricket and Boost and all those other ones out there too. Mint. 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 Yeah. I've heard of that one as yeah. well. That's, uh, what's his name? Ryan, Deadpool. Is that Ryan Reynolds? Ryan? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Like Does that. he really own it? That's what he says in the commercials. Yeah. Okay. I think so. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or is I don't that know. just advertising? So AT&T yesterday was down almost all day. 
That's mm-hmm. a that's a little bit of a problem. It was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk more about that. Okay. Well, everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird's a winner. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Bird is a winner. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Word of the day. Today's word of the day on this Friday. That's right. Friday. It's already the 23rd. Is it the 23rd? It is. It is. It's the last weekend in February. Oh, my goodness. Wow. A leap year. It is a leap year. Far out. And we went to the moon. Twice. At least. Yeah. I think five countries have been to the moon. What's up with that? It's not even cool anymore. I don't even go to the school. Right. Uh, today's word of the day presented by Merlefest. Merlefest, uh, which is uh, taking place April 25th through 28th on the moon. Just kidding. Wilkes ah. Community College. Um, today's word of the day is adulation. I think you guys might know this one. Is that um, admiration? Is it a synonym of admiration? Yeah. Okay. Is that I, your guess? I continue to give you as much adulation as you deserve, Bill, which is a lot. Is that a good? It's a positive, right? Or is it a negative? Yeah, no, that's really positive and really sweet of you to say. Thank you so much. No problem. <laughs> um, Didn't give the definition, but no. I just want you to know, contextually, I understand. Right. You do understand, based on that sentence. Uh, though the book was pretty good, Marcy did not believe it deserved the adulation it received. Don't say praise. That's what I was going to say. Don't say though. praise. That's what it is. TM. You can't <laughs> say, use another word now. <laughs> You can't say praise. Well, okay. pra- praise is the definition that I have. Extreme <laughs> praise. Extreme A praise. TM. Praise. You can't see that one either. A lot. A bunch. Dang it. The adulation. Boatload. A boatload of praise. <laughs> A boatload of praise. Oh, I think it's a of praise. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, I don't use potty Hit the word. horns. You guys crushed that. You guys got it instantly. Good job. I knew I was letting you off easy there. You are letting us off easy, and we appreciate that, Bill, because it's Friday. It's and so Friday. people, you should go into the weekend knowing... That you can do this. Sometimes you just need the W, you know? You got to. Yeah. You got to take it. Take yeah. it when you can get it. That's right. That's it. All right, so AT&T. <laughs> We're back on it. I, I just, I, it's a it's a big thing. It's like, if it got, deal. heck, I've been saying it for a long time. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But we need to prepare for the world end apocalypse. Okay. You ready? I'm not ready. That's <laughs> that's the, I'm, I'm in the early stages. Gotcha. Really focusing on teammates right now. That's really what I'm kind of stuck on. So AT&T, in their tweet, they said it was not a cyber attack. It was right. the outage was caused by application and execution of an incorrect process used as we were expanding our network. Right. I, I don't think they're telling the truth. <laughs> That's a big deal for them. They can't just go lying like that, though. Okay. Because they're a publicly traded company. Right. And Ma so Bell. You've, you know, I've worked in some corporate, corporate America businesses before. Okay. What do you think they're doing? What's the strategy? Inside, okay, let's go inside the boardroom right inside, now. Inside, inside the the corporate world, uh, yeah, they sometimes <laughs> don't tell the truth. <laughs> Liars! <laughs> sometimes they don't tell the truth. That's all I'll say about that. If they're lying. Sometimes they tell all their employees, this is what our truth is. Do not say anything different. I, I demand an indictment if they're lying. You, what is the criminal charge? Just lying on the internet? Well, they're lying to shareholders if they're saying mm. that they weren't hacked. Okay. And, what are the, and the consumer, as far as the data, that would have been breached at, at that point. Yeah, so wait about six months and we'll probably hear the real story. Wow. No faith in AT&T whatsoever? It's just the core. I think once you work in that corporate world, you get kind of jaded towards those big corporations. That, that there was a couple of funny um, 
messages that went out. Um, one of them was Chili's on Twitter. Oh, I don't I know if you saw. Ch- no, I didn't see Chili's. Potential date night, really, for for Chili's because their their tweet whenever uh, it. They retweeted someone who said at t is reporting experiencing nationwide cellular outages. Chili's tweeted, Chili's has Wi-Fi. That's <laughs> Bring it on over. Come to Chili's. Bring it on over. I saw a TikTok of a guy, an AT&T, just at the store. You know, oh, yeah. He's not corporate. <laughs> Did you see that one? I, I saw a couple. I could only imagine so he's that one. Stand- we cannot play it on, on the radio because there's some bad words in it. But oh. he's standing outside the store just filming a, a video face to camera. He's like, look, guys, I just work here. I can't help... Three different people come up to him while he's there and like, my phone doesn't work. I can't call anybody. And he's like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And there's, by the end of the video, there's three angry customers standing around him. Only three. Only three, but it was like a 30 second video too. Yeah. So there was probably quite a few people who were just confused or maybe it was like kind of like a pleasant thing. Cause if you, if you don't actively take your phone out and look at it and it's not ringing mm-hmm. you're probably just going about your day right for the most part like of oh yeah no phone calls i'm just gonna walk around some more yeah i well i'm on my phone all the time though i would notice within 30 minutes i think that my phone wasn't doing anything 30 that's a long time i maybe 30 yeah i was gonna give you 10 maybe 10 maybe less do you at your other job pull use your phone too, or is it all mm-hmm. on the computer? I use my phone, yeah. To I test use, and all that. Yeah, kind of. to test and socials and stuff like that too. So, yeah, I would notice pretty quickly. Yeah, now you had a problem with my phone this morning. It's very small. You have a you have a feminista phone. phone right Here's here. Here's my phone, but, it and is, it's not just the color of it. It's pink. It is the iPhone Mini. So whenever some I hand somebody my phone, they're like, "What is this? An iPhone two or something?" I thought it was so an iPod small. when you handed yeah, it to me this morning. Yeah, it's very small, very thin. Let me see this thing real quick. Let me let's do a comparison here. All right. My hand. Here's the iPhone mini. Look at that. That's what we're working with right there. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. For the radio, that was pretty phenomenal. I know. Did, did right you guys there. like that? It's this... very small. It fits in the palm of your hand. It fits in a pocket on girls' pants, and that's really why I bought it. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go NASA measurement NASA measurements on this. Uh, three quarters of a banana. That's yeah. that's it's, it's pretty it small. Is. Uh yeah. but I really, I really like it. But people are always surprised whenever I hand them my phone. They're like, what is this? And actually, my social media manager, my other job, he'll be like, no, don't use your phone. It's too old. <laughs> I'm like, it's not old. It's, it's actually small. brand new. It's, it's a I 13. Just, it's just small. I don't need a computer in my yeah. pocket. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a tablet in my pocket. But women's pockets probably, did that affect your decision making? Yeah, that's why I got it. Really? Yeah. You, fashion is what drove your decision. Function is what drove my decision. Fashionable it's, function. Yeah. It's a big deal. Well, they don't make pants. And, I'm sorry, they don't make pockets. They don't make pants for ladies. They <laughs> no, don't. They don't do it anymore. Not anymore. No, girls' girls pockets are very shallow. The front pockets are very shallow. And the back pockets are always about the same size. And so I just needed something that would fit into a pocket and not half of it stick out where it may fall out if I sit down or something like that. So, Are you a back pocket? I'm You're a back, a back pocket. pocket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that way I can. That's a ladies move. Oh, no, Bill, you do it. You do the back pocket sometimes. Yeah, my phone's too big. So it only fits in your back pocket. So, so I mean, for I can your fit pin, it in my front pocket, but I but like usually have like other stuff. If I have like one other thing, then it's not going to work. Way more comfortable to just have it in my back pocket. I've not tried the back pocket. You know, you're not supposed to wear your wallet in your back pocket. They say because of your back. Like over time, it is really bad for your back. It like throws you off yeah. center. Yeah. Have we talked about this before? I feel like we, Bill. Am I having deja vu right now? Um, you might be, but I, I don't think I've had this conversation to my recollection. Do you carry a wallet in your back pocket or a front pocket guy? Yeah, but it's super thin. There's nothing in there ever. 
<laughs> my my Lowe's Foods card. Right. Read a couple old receipts. <laughs> and I think I have some South African dollars. Those get you far here. Yeah, you can do something. What's with the exchange that? rate on that bad boy right it's now? It's like every dollar is 17 South African ren. Oh, nice. That's a good yeah, conversion. That is a good conversion. Quick math rate. in your head. Conversion had to happen also, uh, not just because we land on the moon, but did you know there's an asteroid that flew past the, the Earth? No, I didn't know there was an asteroid either. There was, well, yeah. Where have I been? Where were you? AT&T goes down. AT&T. There you go. Access to the world goes yeah, away. I got nothing. It's it's interesting the way that it's described, right? I think is more so. So I, I, I use the NASA term for your phone length of three quarters of a banana. So the latest in space uh, posts this thing. A newly discovered asteroid that the size of 16 washing machines will approach within 140,000 miles of Earth tomorrow. So that would have been yesterday as well. So kind of a big day. A front loader washing machine or just the standard, I wonder? <laughs> Great question. Great question. Uh, not <laughs> sure. Where did they get that measurement size from? That's the, that's the most concerning thing to me. It, I, I could see why they attempted this because you got to have a universal measurement. And we can all relate to washing machines. Okay. As compared to, you know, the metric system or what's the other one? U.S.? Is it U.S. and metric? It's called standard. Standard. Is the other one, oh, yeah. U.S. is the only yeah, one. Yeah, baby. America is the standard. That's how we do it around here. <laughs> yeah. City Kitty's coming up next. All right. Adrian from City Kitty in Denver. We'll have more Good Morning LKN coming up on 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. Want to talk with Justin, Bill, or Mamie? Give them a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on WSIC. Good morning, okay, and 7.33 on this Friday. I hope you're having a good one. Mames, you've entered Layla, your dog, into multiple competitions before. Cutest, yeah. Cutest, Cutest dog. Pet. It's Cutest pet. Pet in Lake Norman, yes. She's in any of those competitions, yet. were there cats in those there competitions? Were in there the were cats. There were cats. Yes, yes. And I think, I know, if there was a champion kitty, we know where the champion kitty came from. That's right. City kitty in Denver. Adrian joins us right now. Adrian, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's be honest. I'm sure there's the stigma out there, you know, cats. Right. Now, yeah. you're, you're a cat. Profe- what's the... Professional grooming? Profession? What's the what's the term I should use? A right professional now? cat groomer. Okay, I have a cat, by the way. I do have a cat. <laughs> don't ask me the kind. I don't know. I bought it on a whim for my wife so she could have a pet because there are a lot less maintenance than dogs. Right. That's how I started right. my cat journey. <laughs> uh, but uh, different kind of animal, and you have a business specifically geared only for cats. Yes. Tell us about your business. Well, I was showing cats back in the 90s with Cat Fanciers Association, and um, I was wondering why there weren't any cat grooming salons, and people were asking me to come groom their cats. So then I thought, you know, I think I'm going to try it. There's more cats in households than dogs, actually. People Hmm. don't realize that. So the needs for services and products, of course, is there. People thought I was nuts when I first said I'm going to open up a cat grooming salon. Because they groom themselves, right? That's what—that's <laughs> the old wives' tale, yeah. 
Um, and so it just took off like crazy. And this is back in 2000, August of 2000. Oh, wow. Started. It's been a while that you've been doing it. Yes. Then. Yeah. Yes. And you started, did you start here in North Carolina, you said? I started in the Seattle area. In the Seattle area. Yes. And More I, popular there than here, would you say? Well, More I, cats? Mm, I think the population is greater there, so of course you're going to have more cats, um, but I'm getting busier and busier, you know, as time goes on here. How many cats have you groomed, would you say, in your life? Oh my gosh, at least 10,000. Oh, wow. That's That's a lot of cats. cats. Yeah. (laughs) Because I've got one that I interact with on a daily basis, and I'm trying not to die by her death claws. How do you do do that with a cat? How do you groom a cat? Well, I think... Uh, creating a very calm environment. I use aromatherapy. I use spa music. Um, just trying to keep everything very quiet and calm. And I think just my experience, because I'm so confident doing it, the cats feel calmer with me. And I usually just start out with them sitting on my lap. This uh, explains a lot. So in our house, as you can tell, I, uh, I'm i not quiet. I don't know if we've realized <laughs> that together yet in our short time. I also have a five-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter who enjoy chasing the kitty. Okay. And so we're teaching them not to chase the kitty. So she doesn't let me groom her at yes. all. So, it's not a calm spa music going on no, at your house. But I'll start evening. with that and see. I do this I do this move I learned from our, our vet that I, that I try to try to. Something like that. Do you do anything like noise, like that kind of communication with cats? I talk a lot to the cats. I sing to the cats sometimes when I'm in there alone. So if anybody were to walk in, they'd think I was the crazy cat woman. (laughs) Now, are you the only groomer there? Yes. The one. Now you're in Denver, right? Yes. Yeah. So are you the only one? Yes. And um, how many cats do you think are you grooming? Is it daily, weekly? Um, I groom daily, and um, you know I used to do up to twenty three cats a day in Seattle. But that's I'm, a lot of cats lot yeah. in one day, Adrian. And it yes. was just you in Seattle as well doing. No, it? I had several employees there. I don't want to go through the employee experience okay. anymore. Um, I just want to keep it kind of low key and just doing you know up to four five cats a day. What kind of requests do you, is like, what's the spectrum of cat grooming? Well, it can be anything from just a bath and a groom, which includes the nails, cleaning the ears, brushing their teeth. I do an oral hygiene assessment. I used to be a vet tech years ago. And so I kind of know what to look for as far as good dental health. And I think that's something that is overlooked in a cat. Um... And then two full baths, conditioner, blow-dry finishing spray, and I use all botanical-based products. Do you, do you, I don't know if this is allowed or not, like dyeing cat's hair different color? Like, is that like a thing at all or anything? I, like... I have done that in the past. Yeah. Um, I've got an airbrush machine, and I will do that sometimes with vegetable dye. Oh. So it just kind of washes out. But it's not a real practical part of a professional cat groomer's daily routine because it takes a lot of time and people aren't really wanting to pay for that. I could imagine. Mm-hmm. So so how much is it a necessity for cat? Like, I'll be honest, my cat is eight years old. She's never, I don't think she's been groomed once. Is that, <laughs> that's Bill, by the way. Uh, uh, is that okay? Or it, it, should cats be groomed professionally, like as part well, of a healthy life? Yeah, I think, you know, 
my philosophy is that cats have been sort of the stepchildren in the domestic pet world for years. They've been overlooked because of their quietness and lack of demanding um, personality like a dog. Um, but I think that, you know, any domestic pets need to be groomed regularly. I mean, they're producing and releasing toxins through the skin, so they stay a lot healthier if they're kept clean. And it also gives you a chance to go over every inch of the animal to see if there's anything that might be um, alarming or something that a veterinarian needs to see. So kind of doubles up as like a pre-health check kind of look yeah, type I, thing. I look at uh, groomers as a liaison between the client and the veterinarian. So what's been like your favorite grooming project you've done so far? Like in, in I mean, you've done a lot, so it's probably yeah. hard to identify a favorite, but like what, do, I guess, okay, let's say, what do you consider your sweet spot to be? Like, what do you like to do if someone says, hey, here's my cat? Um, I love doing lion cuts. Um, and that's where they're, they're all shaved down except for, you know, a little bit on the head and the tail. Um, they're just so clean and I know the people aren't going to have hair in their house <laughs> after they get home, but I just, I love doing that. Do you find, what about allergies with cats? Do people come to you because maybe like someone in the house has allergies and they want to groom as part of helping that health process at all? Absolutely. Or? Because I do use a, um, botanical hypoallergenic shampoo as the last bath. So that kind of neutralizes the dander. Um, a lot of people, what they're allergic to is what the cat is eating because that is mm. emitted through the skin. And because cats have gotten so far away from a species appropriate diet, it, you know, they're eating a lot of I hate to say it, but McDonald's, if I can say that, <laughs> they're eating at McDonald's twice a day. That's what cats are doing. So all these toxins are being released through the skin, and pet allergies are becoming more prevalent. Can I ask you what is the appropriate diet for a cat? Because mine is um, beef feast with gravy, typically is what my cat eats. Is that probably not appropriate? What is the appropriate diet for a cat? Well... Uh, cats are obligate carnivores, so 95% of what they eat should be meat. I like them. My... I, I, they just went up even <laughs> higher in my book. So, you know, they, they should be on a raw meat diet. And when I say a raw meat diet, there are a lot of commercial raw meat diets right now for cats. It's becoming more and more popular as an awareness is coming about, you know, with their diet. Um, we're seeing cats that are on a raw food diet, and dogs, um, less problems with kidney failure, uh, bladder infections, cystitis, skin issues, all kinds of things. And an interesting thing is only when a cat eats raw meat is an enzyme released in the gums to help fight off the plaque, the tartar, the gingivitis. <laughs> so it just goes to show that that's a more species-appropriate diet. Dogs lose teeth and grow them back, right? I think throughout their whole life. Isn't that a thing with dogs? Dogs I think. lose their baby teeth. But they don't lose. I, don't I thought they. they can... I thought they lose teeth and grow I them back. I don't know. Maybe mine hasn't. Do cats grow back teeth? Like if they lose no. them or no? Mm -hmm. Like once they're they're gone, they're gone. Once they're gone, they're gone. Have you met a cat without teeth? Yes. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> that would be pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, I've been bit by a cat with no teeth, and it still hurts because like the they, pressure. They have a very powerful jaw. Wild tigers.
That's where they come, right? Tigers is the bloodline, yeah, right, of cats. cats. Or, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, an anatomically, there's no difference between a tiger in India and your cat in on your couch. Yeah, my ankle feels that daily, <laughs> usually when she pounces me from around the corner. Absolutely. Yes. All right, so uh, will you stick around for another segment with us? Sure. Okay, so we got about a minute left on this one. Tell me, um, when, what's the process for people if they have a cat, they want to have their cat groomed, and they want to connect with you, you're in Denver, how's the process work for bookings? Um, well, they just call the salon. Um, they can also text. Uh, my website is citykittygrooming.com, and that has a list of all the services as well as the prices. I see that on here. So short-haired cat, is there a measurement for that or is that a breed base? It's sort of by eye. Uh, I consider it short hair, medium hair, long hair. Do cats lose their hair? Like, do they shed like dogs shed? They shed like crazy. And actually, short-haired cats release more hair than a long-haired oh, cat. I didn't know that. You just can't see it because right. it's thinner, Yeah. right? Is that... Yeah. See, I'm making yeah. this up as I go. Adrian's here to back me up. <laughs> You're now. doing now, great. Now. Thank you. You're doing great. CityKittyGrooming.com. We've got Adrian here, owner of City Kitty. Uh, full service. Can I call it full service? Yes. Uh -huh. Full service cat salon located in Denver. Short-haired, medium-haired, long-haired. A lot of things I'm learning, getting some explanations here. Allergies is a big thing. And yes. if this can you know, help with allergies, absolutely, that's a win for the whole house. Right. And then if you can cut the nails for my cat so I don't get as deathly clawed. That's also a win. I don't I don't think that, that there's a negative there. CityKittyGrooming.com. Stick around. Good morning, fam. You should really stick around to hear what the crazy gang of three have to say next. Good morning, LKN on WSIC. Morning pep talk for Lake Norman Statesville with Justin, Bill, and Mamie now on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good morning, okay, and 7.48 on this Friday. If you're looking for something to do, maybe you need to get your cat groomed. That's very possible. I'm Dude, learning a lot today. Uh, I tried, well, I, I didn't really try. My wife tried to take our cat outside a couple of times. We have an indoor cat, 100% indoor cat. But she tried putting the cat on the leash, walking outside, doing all that. Is that a common thing or no? Cats, we just should stop trying to do that completely. Um, I think it's great to get a cat leash trained, you know, on a halter in leash. Of course, you have to realize, especially here in North Carolina with all the insects and fleas and things like that. You have to be careful with that if they're an indoor cat. Adrian with City Kitty in Denver, citykittygrooming.com. Uh, full service salon exclusively for cats. So how many cats at one time will you allow? Is it one at a time kind of a concept right now for you? Right now, I just do one at a time. Then they're done, they leave, and the next one comes in. So it's very quiet in there. The other thing my cat does not like is riding in the car. The, it's it's I didn't realize that cats had this ability. Like, like I've had dogs my whole life until I got this cat for the first time. We bring the crate, the care, the kennel crate, uh -huh. carry crate, and she will run away from it. Wants nothing to do with it. She knows what it means. Right, right. How do I solve that problem, Adrian? Uh, the best thing is to lock the cat in the bathroom first, and then go get the carrier. Don't bring the carrier out first because they're inevitably going to go underneath your king size bed mm -hmm. or 
something where you can't get them, and then you can put them down in the carrier. I like to hold the carrier straight up and just lower in them, lower them down in um, instead of shoving them in. Um, and then when cats are crying in the car, a lot of times what they're feeling is motion sickness because they're down low and they can't see. I eliminated that by buying dog car seats that are seat belted in the car and then my cat is in a harness and there is there comes with a little hook on that uh, car seat and I just hook them in there and they're level with the window so they can see out and that has eliminated almost all of that. Smart move. Oh, we're learning so much today. We tried just putting the cat on the dashboard and thought that would help, but that did <laughs> not. Help. No, there was then <laughs> holes in the dashboard, and that's <laughs> that's what happened for me. So no. So I have a question about the bathing of the cats. Okay. I would. I've heard or learned that cats don't like water. So what does that process look like whenever you're bathing a cat? Well, I think grooming is mental conditioning. Just like when you bring your dog for the first time to a groomer. They're going to be kind of overwhelmed and a little bit scared mm -hmm. of the unknown. Um, it t definitely takes two or three times for a cat to get used to it, but every time they've come in, they're better and better. I do put them in a figure eight harness. You never want to just put a neck um, collar and a, mm -hmm. a leash in the tub because cats have seven very delicate vertebrae in their neck. And they're like yoga masters. They can flip around and um, injure themselves. And then I usually start out just real slow with the water, very uh, calmly. And um, the first time they might jump a little bit and be a little bit scared. I try and hold them up first so that they're kind of close to me. And then by the second time they come in, you can't believe how much better they are because they have a memory like an elephant. So... I know that because my cat knows all the moves I'm going to try to make on her. Like, I can never do it twice. You can't. You can't Your do it twice. Your cat's probably listening no. right now to get tips. She definitely. She can hear my voice yes. from upstairs behind the couch hidden. She yeah. goes, he's coming for me. No. Or the children are coming for yeah. me. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the one that she worries about yeah. more. Uh, cat names. You've seen probably a lot of those. A lot. Is there some no-goes we should do for cat names? Like because of the breed, like right being a cat, like is there a name that you say, that's not a cat name. Let's not, let's stop that. George. Kitty. Kitty? kitty. <laughs> that's all my daughter my calls have, a cat. Yeah, my in-laws have a kitty. <laughs> yeah, I had one that came in this past week and the name was Cat. Oh, that's creative. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So no effort whatsoever. <laughs> no, it would be Gosh. like if, if their name was human. You know, I just Person. Uh, <laughs> Great. So meow would be cool. Yeah, that'd be a good meow, one too. That would make sense. My dad had a cat named Stupid. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> so my grandmother would get so upset because she'd have to go in the backyard and holler, "Come here, Stupid! Come here!" <laughs> <laughs> You're familiar with the um, cat competition scene? Is that the right way to describe yes, that? Yes, uh, cat shows. Cat shows. Uh huh. What's that like? Like, because I see the dog shows on TV all the time. Right. I don't see cat shows on TV. Uh, they are on YouTube. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, there's a lot of cat shows. What's like the um, number one breed in the world? Mm, right now, um, it was a Persian. Right now, I think it's a Maine Coon. I'd have to check to see because those kind of waver. Um, exotics are real big. Exotic is like a short-haired Persian, but okay. it still has the round features on it. 
Um, but cat shows are kind of like a beauty pageant for cats. Mm-hmm. The dog shows are a little more interactive because they're judging their gait and how the dog is built for what it was bred for. But cat shows are sort of a beauty pageant. They're, it's based on eye shape and color, uh, boning, coat, um, just, you know, a lot of things, ear placement, you know, whatever the breed is. So like in the dog world, Frenchies, right, are like yes. the, the trending breed right, right. now. Is right. there a trending breed in the cat world for consumer, like at home? For people? Well, I think Persians have always been real big. It's the highest maintenance cat you could get. What so, kind of cat is this? Bill put up this this cat here up on the screen. What do we got here? That's an exotic. Wow, oh, that's an ding, exotic. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Oh, that is a cute cat. <laughs> Sorry, I took, the, <laughs> I took over Bill's control there for yeah. a second. All right, an exotic. Uh, Bill, will you throw up another... Random Capri. Let's see. Let's have wanna, Adrian. Uh, yeah. What's Capri. a Persian wanna, look like? I, yeah. Let's I'm, see what I'm a not familiar is. with different types of cats. <laughs> I think of like a tan coat. Like, is that Persian or no? Is, can a Persian be any color? That's just a breed. A Persian. All the breeds can have a lot of colors because a lot of times people will call me and I'll ask them what kind of a cat do you have, and they'll say a tabby, and a tabby is what we just saw on that exotic, but a tabby is that's a Persian. That's a Persian. That okay. is not a show Persian. That is an angry Persian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what that is. Yeah. That cat needs some uh, botanicals and yeah. some calming. Yeah, it's, it's, music. it's a hot mess Persian. <laughs> oh, there's another one. Is that yes, another Persian? that is a much better Persian. Okay. And you can see where the nose is placed right between the eyes. And the, the ears could be smaller and set out to the side, but it's a pretty good Persian. We, we talked a little bit before, so my cat being an indoor cat, and we, you talked about, you know, outdoor cats, what they're subjected to. So what, what do you, can you know right off the bat when a cat comes in, if they're outdoor or indoor when they come to your table? I only like to see indoor cats. Um, the reason being is that they're more prevalent to getting fleas, ringworm, ticks, you know. Indoor or outdoor? Outdoor. If they go outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so I like to only groom indoor cats. So that's good to know. If if they're on a flea regime, um, you know, a monthly flea treatment or something, I will see them. But they're more susceptible to getting bit by things outside, you know, because there's a lot of critters here. What kind of cat is that? Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) That is a Bengal tiger. (laughs) (laughs) That's an exotic. City Kitty in Denver, citykittygrooming.com. We're sitting down with Adrian, the owner. You came from Seattle. You started the business out there, went gangbusters. Here, you're you're doing it here. What brought you to North Carolina? Just out of curiosity. Family. Okay. Yeah. My husband had died suddenly. He was helping me with the business. Thank you. And uh, he was a total animal lover. And then I just found myself alone out there. Um, All the holidays I was spending alone. And so my sister kept encouraging me to come here. And she lives in Lincolnton. And um, so I finally made the move a year and a half ago. And what do you think about North Carolina? It's been here a year and a half. It's got some really nice people here. We wave with all five fingers here. I can't believe how friendly the people are here. I mean, the first person I encountered, they were like, hey, how are you? And I, and I you got the accent down already. Yeah. I had to turn around and look behind me. I thought they were talking to someone else. But Denver, it was like, too. They're so friendly in Denver. Oh, my gosh. They are so nice. What yeah. kind of cat is this? 
This is a tough one. We haven't discussed this cat. That is a very bad Himalayan. <laughs> She's on it. You got it. Wow. Are you, are, you need to be judging these cat oh, shows. There, yeah. <laughs> Have you judged a cat show before? No. Um, I've thought about going into the judging program with Cat Fanciers Association, but you had to have bred, uh, if you want to be an all-breed judge, you have to have bred um, short hairs and long hairs and produced grand champions in both of those. Like you got to breed them? You mean you've got to be a really pretty big breeder before you become a judge. And are you a breeder as well? Or are you, I, I know you said you showed cats, but do you breed them too? I tried breeding. Um, I did have a cattery with Cat Fanciers Association called Island Song. And um, I didn't really enjoy the process like I thought I would. Most people keep showing, um, you know, to produce. The only reason for breeding is to produce something better than what you already have. And it's future to, airship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's to perpetuate the breed. It's not, oh, you've got a Persian, I've got a Persian, let's breed them. It really takes studying genetics, pedigrees chromosomes, you know, it's... Have you groomed a champion before? Oh, yes. How many? Or like... Oh, my own cats. I have two national winning cats with Cat Fanciers Do they wear their crowns around the house? <laughs> she was serious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say showing is a very expensive hobby, just like in the dog world, mm -hmm. horse shows, everything. What kind of cats are these? Those are That's what I think Siamese. of Persians. Oh, see, I thought these were those Persian. Are Siamese. I no. know those from Lady and the Tramp. Yes, yes. she's on it. Oh. They are Siamese. <laughs> yes. Adrian, thank you so much for coming yeah. in. Hope well, only the best for, for your business. Me. Absolutely. CityKittyGrooming.com. City Kitty in Denver, North Carolina. The gr the world's greatest groomer right here and in the Lake And the most Norman. knowledgeable. The most knowledgeable. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you. Full cat. service cat salon uh, in Denver, North Carolina. World champion grooming taking place here in the Lake Norman area. CityKittyGrooming.com. Back to more of Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good morning, LKN. 8.06. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're doing well. Is it still raining outside? I heard the rain at one point. Does it look like it's raining, Bill? Yeah, thumbs up. It's still, still raining. raining out there. Mm. We'll get a look at the streets with Jeff from iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. He'll be calling in at about 8.15. We're going to hear from Joe Berg at 8.30, WSIC sports director, uh, host of The Scoreboard with Joe Berg. Thank you again to Adrian of City Kitty, uh, a full-service grooming salon exclusively for cats located in Denver, North Carolina. Um, and also shout-out to Jeanette for connecting us with, yeah. with Adrian. Thanks, Jeanette. Um, Wow, learned a lot. I feel I like, learned so much. I feel like I can go home now and I can have a great relationship with my cat. That's good. Benji. Benji. I've not told you no, her name before. It's always I? just been the cat. Yeah. <laughs> About your cat's name was cat. All right. So first first step in the relationship, giving her a real name, identifying Benji, her as a real hers, name. but it's a her Benji. Yeah. Yeah. She does not have well, she has wait, cats are the same. Right. Anyway. He's stepping in it. It's okay. <laughs> Citykittygrooming.com. Thank you again to Adrian. All right, the other day we talked about, well, you did a post. So I did a post, just being kind of silly. but got, Silly willy. It, it caused violence. Uh, just made a post, uh, I think Wednesday, about best Italian restaurants in Lake Norman, and I just located all the Pizza Huts. Um, 
couple reasons. One, because I grew up here and that was like the height of Italian cuisine in the 80s and 90s. There was really nothing else. Um, another, because I just thought it was funny. But uh, people were very angry at me about it. Did they yell at you? Yes. They, they were very upset about it, um, especially Brooklyn South. And so I had to get on their good side. <laughs> Lucy and Vince were not happy. <laughs> I don't want to get turned away. <laughs> that six-star lunch special is too good. I don't want to get turned away at the door. Oh, boy. So I asked, you know, I just asked um, on my story, I said, what are the, what's your favorite Italian restaurant? Got about 50 responses. So the top four. Okay, I'm going to write these down. Aqua Ragazza. A-Q-U-A? A-Q, no, A-C-Q-U-A. So I may be pronouncing Where it. Where is that one at? That's in Mooresville. I've never been there. Never been there. Shout out to Aquaza. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of it? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I've never been. I don't know what it is. Um, Brooklyn South, obviously, got on there. Bellissimo. Mm-hmm. Mattiello's in Denver. You've been that one? Which one? Matt- Mattiello's. M-A-T-T-I-E-L-L-O. I think I've been there once. Mattiello's. I think I've been there once. Mattiello's. And Antico in Huntersville. So we we spanned most of the lake, too, which I thought was interesting. Where's Antico. It's in Huntersville next to Lincoln Penn. See, there's all these places that I have not been. Is that new, the Antico? No, it's been there for a long time. Okay, so it's just, I'm not familiar. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then, so then I posted this. The winner right now is Antico at 40%. Oh. Uh, Bravo! Yeah, the next one is Brooklyn South, and the other one have just have a couple. Um, so there's on. one not on this list that I do think is really good at And here's my thing about Brooklyn South. And it's not a, it's not a, I, I, Lucy and Vin, they make great pies. They make great food, mm-hmm. dessert, all of it, all of it. They have also, a, it's the, what, 90, what's the one in more uh, at Langtree I just went to the other day that I talked about? What is it? It's uh, uh, 90 Novanta. Mm-hmm. 90 Novanta. They own yeah. that one as well. And they own another one in Mooresville. Don't know, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Anyway. Uh, Vesuvio's in Statesville, though. Yeah, is that would, really that, good. Nobody, nobody messaged that one. You missed Look, out on your chance. Statesville's got to participate in this in these I questionnaires know. too. I know we go back and forth on Lake Norman, not like, and it's part of it. Yeah. So you come to me on the Friday before my weekend, and you don't even include me. My restaurant. My Italian restaurant feeding the town and its people. You feed the town and its people delicious food, delicious mozzarella. Hmm. Yep, Vesuvius in Statesville is very good. Yeah. And uh, I would throw that one in the list too. Okay. And a lot of people, uh, once I put the list out, then the DM started again for the ones that I left out. Mm. Mamma Mia 2. That was a big one. That's in Huntersville. Okay. Um, never been there either, but people a lot are of, very... People are sleeping on Italian around here. very strong. Oh, I've been to Mamma Mia's. Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia 2. Ma- I've been to Mamma Mia 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. It's, in, it's in a house. Yeah. yeah, it's in a house in Huntersville. I've not been. Hmm. Um, Is but, it right by Town Hall? Like downtown? Yes. It's, correct. Yeah, downtown okay. area. Yeah. So uh, so that's one that people love too. I would say for Italian, uh, we go to prosciutto's. I mean, definitely Brooklyn South and prosciutto's are probably off Torrance and Corntown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go there a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's shops probably the green. Shops I was just talking green. to Joshua Doby about prosciutto's. Yeah, it's good. I've shopped the deli there. The deli? Don't they have a deli? No. They have, well, they have Ferrucci's is oh, over Ferrucci's, in that same that's area. That's the one, but, Ferrucci's. Yeah. But they're not, they're not connected. Connected. No, they're, they're just not, both in the same space. They're not related? No, not at all. Mm. Prosciutto's, I think, is a, I think Joshua said it was a pastry shop, mm. uh, but they also have some of his favorite chicken wings. 
Mm. That's Adobe approved. That's a good label right there. Yeah, right. Adobe a approved. Good label. Not a recommendation, but he, well, here here is my thing about Italian places, and this is where again, no offense to Lucy and Vince, they make a great pie. If the primary is going to be a pizza, mm. I separate that from the rest of Italian. So would you go with Vesuvio's as the best in the Lake Norman area? Mm. For Italian food, not pizza? Right. Yes. So I would say Caruso's would probably be my top. It's in Mooresville. Well, I've not been to Caruso's and you've not been to Vesuvio's. So now we need to take a field trip yes. and figure out which one's the best. Caruso's it, is like high-end Italian, though. Oh, you got me going fancy. Yeah, it's real fancy. You got to gotta dress up. No casual Fridays there. See, I, and, and here's how I'll judge. This is, this is why Italian is a unique anomaly for me. When I go to a place, if it's an American place, I'll get a cheeseburger, right? If they have a cheeseburger, I mean, I'll judge it based on a cheeseburger mm -hmm. first. If it's a specialty place, you know, I have some things in my mind I want. Vesuvio's, when I went in there, it kind of, and this was, you know, last year, it shifted my mind on Italian food because I just said to, to the server, I said, whatever you, whatever you think. Oh. Whatever's best on what the What did menu. they bring? Veal Parmesan. The first thing I had was lobster ravioli. Oh, man. That's good. And so since then, when I go to Vesuvio, I say, whatever you want. Oh. And I just so it, But it's not always pick. the same thing. No. It's something different usually each time. If you went to a different Italian restaurant, what would be your go-to order? So when I went to 90 Novanta, I actually didn't even eat the pizza, mm -hmm. even though it's 90 Novanta Pizzeria, um, more so because we were joking with Patrick Reynolds, who pretty much only exclusively eats salads. WSIC, thank you for calling. And <laughs> listen to Bill's phone call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good morning. Okay, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> when I went to 90 Novanta Pizzeria, I ordered the chicken piccata. Mm. You're a chicken piccata I'm fan? Not a, I'm not a huge chicken piccata fan. Mm. No. The capers, delicious. Mm -hmm. I don't like the capers. I think it's what um, keeps me from it. More of like a, you know, olive oil Is that the one with the peas in it too? That's capers. That, no, those, those peas are, are peas. Capers are peas. No, capers They're are They're salty different. peas. Okay. There's one that has peas in like Maybe that's chicken marsala? No, I don't know. I can't keep it. There's chicken piccata and there's chicken marsala. There's lots of different chicken options. It's all chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and that's usually, I go usually go for a chicken pasta over yeah. like the, the ground beef or something like that. Yeah. See, yeah, for me, I, I switch. I, I just, if I'm going to go Italian, true Italian, I'm going to take pizza out of the equation and then judge it based on that. Now, pizza, I'll, I'll go Brooklyn South all day on the, on the mm, Zah. Brooklyn South or Mama's Pizza in Cornelius? Uh, this 90 Novanta, though, oh, for, for Napoleon-style pizza. And it's like, pizza. what kind of style Ooh. of pizza do you want to? Because yes. I love that style of pizza, That's too. a good style pizza. 900-degree mm -hmm. oven, you're cooking it in in 90 seconds? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you ever put your hand in there <laughs> in the oven? I would consider it. <laughs> I've thought about it. <laughs> Uh, uh, but I'm glad they're choosing violence on you, not on me. Yeah, we'll, it's all we'll start me. with that. No, all the heat's on me this week. <laughs> uh, but adds Vesuvios to the list. So there you go, States. Well, don't say I never did anything for there you. There you go. Right there. All right, good morning, fam. We got a look at traffic coming up soon and also going to take a look at some sports. What's going on this weekend? Anything at all? And road projects approved for funding. What? Keep it right here. Justin, Bill, and Mamie will be right back with more Good Morning LKN on 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. Local starts here. Give us a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. Good Morning LKN. 818 this morning. What we want to do is get a look at the streets. 
RideICats.com, alternative transportation, $3 each day, each way to commute from Iredale County to the city of Charlotte. Jeff, what is going on out there right now? Good morning, Justin. There's an accident to report. Uh, 77 South, just past 85. Uh, the left-hand lane, there is a car sideways that was hit. Um, so traffic will be slowing up uh, there. Uh, as far as uh, 77 South, uh, around exit 25 and or exit 23, traffic is moving slowly. Uh, 77 uh, northbound uh, in the uh, Huntersville area. Uh, there's some places where you'll have slowdown this morning. Uh, don't know of any other accidents. And uh, secondary roads in Statesville, Mooresville uh, seem to be okay this morning. All right, Jeff, we appreciate it. 77 South, just past 85, there is a car that sounds like it's in some form or fashion not on all four wheels. Mm. Uh, and Jeff's advice being Friday, if you're not home by 2.30, go ahead and pitch a tent for the weekend. Jeff, we appreciate you. Hope you have a great weekend, sir. Yeah, have a great weekend, too. All right, bye-bye. RideICats.com, alternative transportation, $3 each day, each way to commute from Iredell County to the city of Charlotte. Here would be the advantage. You would be cruising with Jeff in the HOV lane, onlooking right. the sideways vehicle. You can even rubberneck because he's driving, so you can you, just... You don't have to brake. Yeah, you just keep looking. Is rubberneck like... Have, is it like a... That's what causes a lot of the slowdowns called rubbernecking. Just people like slowing down and like looking... Because like your neck on. is rubbing on the side of your other part no, of your neck, like rubber, like it's rubber, rubber, like, it like it's rubber, like it's move it's around, stretching, yeah. yeah, like I'm stretching my neck, yeah. Like so like rubber, like it's rubber. not like a flab falls on flab <laughs> scenario. No, that's not what it is. <laughs> it could be. You can make it that if you want to. I'm interested in uh, what could help with some of these traffic scenarios, like money, right? Mm -hmm. Like money would help because we have a lot of projects that are in the works so there's a there's a oh okay this is the uh okay all right charlotte regional transportation planning organization board crtpo mm -hmm. that, that's the acronym awarded over 62 million dollars wow to fund 25 transportation projects this was a released yesterday uh, you may have caught some of this 62 million dollars in total for 25 projects and so you may say, well, that's Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Charlotte doesn't affect us. Right. Well, there's a group and the northern region of Mecklenburg County and even portions of Iredale County are mm -hmm. affected by this. In fact, of these 25 transportation projects, a few of them are local. Let's go through it and see here. All right. We're going to start with the most southern uh, north of Charlotte, Huntersville. Okay. So Huntersville got $3 million awarded for the North Carolina 73, so Highway 73 and McDowell Creek Greenway extension. So this is McDowell Greenway to Lindholm Drive. Um, so I'm, it, it's looking like that that is for the Greenway mm -hmm. in the sense of walking, not for driving. Not driving. But is that is that okay? Are we okay with that as far as transportation? Um, I guess it's transportation by feet. Huntersville better start walking. Y'all better start walking school. in Huntersville. Start walking. Y'all better people. start walking because that's where your money's going. NC uh, in Corntown. Let's move up to Corntown. So 115, which is old Statesville? I no, think, Statesville. I think 115 is old Statesville. Verify that. I should probably think. I should know. I do this every you single know what? time. And I, 
some people talk in like the the highway numbers. You know, some people yeah. talk in road. I always talk in road names and not the highway numbers. So one fifteen is old Statesville, right? Okay. Twenty one is Statesville. Statesville, right? Okay. So old Statesville and Hickory Street. So that's near the downtown mm -hmm. kind of section of of Corntown. Intersection improvements one point one million. Mm, that's a lot of money. We're, we hadn't even started yet. What are they going to improve? <laughs> Well, there is a plan available on. You can see the DOT products. All get, of these are projects, and they're you all can out there. Look at there. all the details. There's you been don't... a public process. Okay. It was like six years ago when they announced incandescent light bulbs. It's been a whole thing. Okay. Next one in Cornelius North Cross Drive extension. I am excited about this. So North Cross Drive right goes south, and then but there's like you can go north on North Cross where the rubber new Rubbermaid building is. Oh, I don't know where that is. Adjacent to Burkdale. Okay. So if you uh, visualize with me, you're gotcha. at Burkdale, you make a left on the 73 out of Burkdale. Right. You come up to the light that is uh, where the Shell gas station is. Mm -hmm. It's either Shell or Circle K. Yeah. yeah. And yes. you make a left there. That's North Cross. That's North Cross. Okay. Newell Rubbermaid, whose headquarters are right there, by the way, for, for you job, oh, job seekers. That North Cross Drive now is going to extend to Westmoreland. Oh, that'll that's be the very helpful. Really? Yeah, that's a great cut through. That right is there, a great cut mind. through. That is strong. Because then you're not having to take Statesville down to get to Burkdale, like to cross over or get on 77. I right? think that has been for a while that that gap connection between Samfer and you know the north end of Catawba, like mm -hmm. exit 28. We gotta have some type of yeah. connector there. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, another one in Cornelius. Excuse me. That's that one's a bargain too. Two point nine million. Man, that's a bargain. That's a steal. Yeah. It's going to be a gravel road, basically. <laughs> but hey, it's a steal. Pot, Pot yeah. Street and one fifteen again, Old Statesville, uh, close to that downtown. Kind of, kind of not really. Well, it's not really downtown. Pot Street is on. Nanny Pots is the new one. Pot Street is different than Nanny Pots. Yes, Pot Street is different. Because Nanny Potts doesn't go over to 115. It only goes from Statesville Road right. and then back to downtown. So since we're talking old Statesville, we're talking about close to Cornelius downtown. Mm -hmm. $4.7 on that one. Yeah. That's a big old number. I know. And why is it only 1.1 1 .1 for 115 and Hickory Street intersection improvements? Well, probably because the, pro the scope of the project. So we'd have to go. Have now to go you're trying to get them. me dissect all these plans. I'll do a follow-up. Okay, you know this what? Is, this I'm just going to go initial. on a tour of Cornelius and look at all We're going to reach out to Aaron Tucker, and we're going to go on a tour of okay. Corntown and see what's going on here. Catawba Avenue and 21. So this is Statesville and Catawba Avenue. This is where the roundabout. This is the roundabout. And That's, it is happening still? It is happening. You've confirmed. I have confirmed. Putting you on the record. Yeah. $4.8 million for a roundabout. Yeah, that seems like a lot. So I'm guessing that these other two aren't getting roundabouts because that's maybe that's not enough money. Pot Street and 115. Hmm. That's 4.7. I gotta look at the scope of that project too. Yeah, that might be a roundabout too. It could be. Hmm. I'm not. A, I'm not against roundabouts. My issue with roundabouts is signage. You gotta have a way to tell people don't stop, like mm -hmm. or it's just a yield. It's not a stop. Right. I think you gotta you gotta do that. Um, you know, we'd have to look at some demographics and the age, you know, of people driving in that area probably is... A, Maybe we could put a, a yield thing. sign up. Yeah. That'd be a real simple way to solve it. Yield. Yeah. Don't stop. But what if the, you just put a don't stop sign? The But these roundabouts are getting... <laughs> don't stop. I do like the don't stop. <laughs> the, these roundabouts are getting more complicated with like almost like a double roundabout. It is. Like the ones on 30 are yes. very confusing. So my nephew, the day he got his driver's license, he came down to visit. Okay. He lives in Winston-Salem. 
came down to visit and we were we were going to North Harbor Club mm-hmm. and you just got to take all the circles. You got to. He's like, I'm about to just stop the car and <laughs> get out because I cannot handle all of these circles. Langtree's got the roundabouts too. So yeah. we're seeing that to keep a flow mm-hmm. going. Um, I like it as long as, again, we kind of train. We need a training course on roundabouts, yes. I feel like. All right, then let's go to, let's go a little bit more more north. Somebody who's not on the list, and I don't know if it's because maybe they didn't request or maybe they're not part of the group. Davidson's not on the list right now. No, There's no products not. for Davidson. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't need to do anything. Maybe Davidson's fully they're done. done. They're done. They're yeah. done. We don't need anything else. Perfect. Steph Curry's taking care of all of it. <laughs> Mooresville. Let's jump into Mooresville. There's two projects here listed for Mooresville. East-West Connector Phase 1, Construct Roadway on New Location, Langtree Road to 115. Oh, $6.7 million. That's an expensive one. That's a decent stretch. That's a long way, though. Yeah, if, if, yeah. You're, ta- if you're talking about, um, you know, right at 77, and again, I haven't looked at the project, part of Langtree is Lowe's corporate. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, factoring that in, the reason for it, probably for the allocation of the dollars and the, the extensiveness of the project, there's a lot of people that go to Lowe's corporate headquarters yes, every single every day. day. $6.7 million for that. Patterson Heights construct a greenway. So this is at Westmore Avenue to West Iredale Avenue, two point five million. So this is another transportation with your feet. Yes, which I guess we're accepting that. Oh uh, yeah, as it's, part a of transportation. To, it's a way to go somewhere. So seems more Parks and Rec, but I won't I won't bicker right now. It's just nice to see some some dollars actually getting allocated to our area for these projects. And what and here's the here's the behind the scenes. I'm going to give you the behind the scenes. Okay. It takes leadership to get these dollars for our area. Right. So again, I'll say thank you to our leaders, the people that I, you know, each of the municipalities have people that get appointed and are part of this board, this concept and vibing for dollars. Now, again, a lot of this is going to be Charlotte, but we're part of this CRTPO group here in the north end of Mecklenburg, as well as Southern Iredale. It's just the way that the organization was constructed, the way the allocation of dollars happened. Yeah, even Troutman's on here, and that's Lincoln County, right? In no, Troutman? Oh, no, no, that's Iredale County. That's Iredale County. That's oh, yeah, US County, 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's, and Statesville's on here. Wait a second. Troutman, US 21, NC 115, Main Street, and Murdoch Road at Old Mountain Road, intersection improvements, $3.5 million. That's a big one. I bet that's a roundabout, too. You think so? I mean, I'm just context clues. We're going to have to reach out to some people. Statesville, US 21, Greenway Connector, under Turnersburg Highway. Shout out to Carolina Prospectors and Bill Brewer. Okay. A million dollars for that one. That's, that's more transportation with your feet. For walking. For walking. What do you think is the most walkable municipality between all of Lake Norman right now? Mm. Davidson, probably. Because it's smallest? Because it's the smallest. And they just yeah. run like one sidewalk down Davidson. Yeah, there's just Concord one River. road from the railroad bridge all the way <laughs> down to, I mean, you could. Technically two streets if you consider Main Street. Yeah. Three if you throw in Griffith. Is it Griffin or Griffith? Did we resolve that yet? I think it's Griffith. Griffith, mm. yeah. And was it Jerry or Gary on Golden Bachelor? I couldn't tell you. I never watched it. I would agree with you. Davidson is is walkable, most walkable, most purely because of size. Right? Mooresville, less, downtown Mooresville, but not all walkable. of. But that doesn't that doesn't count all of Mooresville, right? Mooresville's which you, really big. You walk into Brawley School Road. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to die today? No. No, thank you. Well, there's, there's definitely quite a few, and even Union County. So this concept of the CRTPO, it's definitely important, and yeah. this is where we need. If we're going to talk about transportation. Well, obviously, this group, Charlotte Regional Transportation Planning Organization, has some say-so in the flow of these dollars, and people have been wondering, why are we getting stuff for roads? Well, it's more than just state legislator. It's more than just federal. We've got to look locally, Mm -hmm. and this clearly is an organization we need to be paying attention to locally. Yeah, for sure. So, it's only money. 
They're going to spend it anyway. They're going to spend it. They're going to spend it on something. Might as well use it for us. See, I don't want to choose violence. The next one on my list, though, is cats. That's the next one on my list. Cat? Cats. Grooming yeah. cats? Let's talk about some buses sometimes. Oh, ain't nobody buses. riding no, Ain't nobody riding no buses. Stay where you are. There's more Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie on the way from 105.9 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. They're back. More of Justin, Bill, and Mamie now. It's Good Morning LKN from WSIC. Local starts here. Good morning, okay, and 834 on this Friday. Hope you're having a good one. If you are 77 South, there is an accident just past I-85. Uh, some type of lopsided sideways vehicle, as Jeff described it. Better just to stay home today. 77 South. And if you're not going to be, you know, heading northbound by 230 because it's Friday, you might as well just Get a hotel in Charlotte. Over. You're there for the weekend. Driving is a factor. Driving fast is even more of a bonus. NASCAR is underway. First official race taking place uh, really this past Monday because it got delayed from the weekend mm -hmm. in Daytona. Uh, but we needed, after our conversation with Joe Berg on Monday, we felt like we needed a tutorial. Joe. Green flag. Buggity, buggity, buggity. Let's go racing, boys. Joe Berg has is prepared to educate us with a NASCAR 101 series. Joe Berg, good morning. Good morning to you. I'm so excited about this. Well, I'm I'm glad you're excited. I just want to know what the most confusing thing for you is. Okay, so I'm used to I think Patrick Reynolds called it like balls balls and sticks games, <laughs> like those stick kind and of ball sports. stick and ball sports. There you go. I'm used to those where it's like very clear who. The playoffs and stuff like that, it all makes sense to me for some reason. But that's that's kind of what I'm used to. So I don't understand, like, the playoffs. I don't understand how many... So is that the point system the you're really... Point the system, point system, is that what you're the, focused on? What does it mean to be on the pole? Like, I don't understand really any of it. And do you pick, like, a team? Or do you just pick a driver that you follow? Or do you like the whole team, like Hendrick versus... Let's start with one. Let's, 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 let's start with one. Let's start with one. You asked me what I was confused about. These are all the things I'm confused about. So you pick whatever the easiest one for me to understand is, and we'll start with that lesson. Okay, let's start with... The... And Joe, here, here's the reason why, too, Mamie needs to know. Who's yes. our guest next week? We have Grace Trotter next week um, on the show. Yeah, so she's a, she's a driver. Yeah, um, and I just don't even know what to ask her other than... How fast do you go? So, I need some help. <laughs> well, let me go ahead and, and at least start you out with what the NASCAR playoff system is, because it is a little bit confusing. They've changed it over the years, but they've come down to this format where what they are trying to do is, is somewhat match what these stick and ball sports do. So we do have a regular season and a playoffs in NASCAR. The first 26 races of the NASCAR Cup Series are considered regular season races. The final 10 are the playoffs. Now, the way you get into the playoffs are there are 16 spots available. If you win a race in the regular season, you are automatically locked into the playoffs. No matter what happens, okay. you just have to run all the races barring injury. But NASCAR grants waivers. There, there's other things. Win. And you're in the playoffs. Just now, one race. Just, just one race. One race. You so just it's not like one. football where you have to have a better record. No, just one. Just one. Correct. Just one. And the biggest difference between trying to compare NASCAR playoffs to football playoffs is NASCAR, 
you are playing against every single person every single week, where in football, you only have one other opponent that you have to beat. Now, once we get through the season, points get racked up depending on how you finish in the race. There are stage breaks, which I'm sure if you watch Daytona, you, you may be aware of. During the race, there are scheduled stops. During those scheduled stops, points are handed out. So the, oh. person, the person who finishes first at the end of the stage gets 10 regular season bonus points plus one playoff point. Now, what a playoff point is, and this is where it could get a little confusing for a lot of people. During the regular season, you rack up regular season points and playoff points. There are two separate things. The way you get playoff points are by winning a stage, which gives you one, or by winning the race, being the leader during the last lap, taking the checkered flag. That gets you three bonus points. And how many, if you win the race, how many regular season points do you get? Uh, if you win the race... Is it just race, the stage, or do they get, say, like, if you win the race, you get, like, X more points? Or does that... Do the points... Does every race have the same amount of points given out? Or? They do. Okay. So the winner will get okay. 40 points. Okay. And then the second-place driver gets 35. From there, it drops one point per position until you get to 36th, which would be one point, and then everybody 36th on gets one point. So what's the number of, what, what position, how many positions are there going into the playoffs, the last 10 races? What, what, where do you have to be points-wise? Top 30, top 20, top 10? Well, that's where it can get a little interesting. Like I said, you could be 27th in points, but win a race and you're in the playoffs. Makes sense. So if you, so, if you win, though, it doesn't matter how many points you have. You're just in. To an extent, it doesn't oh, matter. Okay. Now, you have to be above, I believe they made it 30th in regular season points. So let's say you're a, you're a person who runs a part-time schedule, right? You don't run every single race. You're like Jimmy Johnson this year. You don't have to run every single race. I didn't know you, that either. But it is incentive to It helps races. you if you do, right. but you don't because have to. You have, the rule is in order to make the playoffs, you have to run every single race. Mm. Now, that wasn't the case last year because Chase Elliott, he was injured before the season, and NASCAR granted him a waiver to the playoffs, saying, hey, look, we understand you were hurt. You're not going to be able to run every race. If you do end up becoming eligible for the playoffs, we will allow you into the playoffs, even though you missed a certain amount of races, which doesn't happen often, but it does happen. It will now, for the six-time champion. It, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that's kind of how it works. Now, when you get to the end of the season, after, at end of the regular season, after those first 26 races, we may not have 16 different winners. There are 16 playoff spots. A win locks you into the playoffs. That's when you then look at the regular season points and say, okay, who are the next drivers in the points that don't have wins? We will fill the 16-team the playoff with those drivers. So last year, we had 15 different winners. That meant there was one spot available for a driver next in points who did not have a win. Are you understanding that? I think so. So the goal okay. is to win a race during you the win, season. You want to win a race. You get to the playoffs. You get a win. Yeah. But if you don't win a race, it's kind of like the wild card, right? You don't win a race. Exactly. You, then it's you can't. Like you still have a chance card. to get in. So you I'm just going to compare it to 
sports that I do know, and then maybe I'll understand. Let it. me ask you this, Joe, and this is me getting super technical with this here. Uh, for my own knowledge, now top point getters that made the playoffs last year. What was the spread? Like the number one had how many points to the last person that made the playoffs? What was the difference of their points when it came playoff time? So let's see if I can find that because I know that there was a pretty big separation in playoff points. There were actually some drivers last year that entered the playoffs without any playoff points. So they never even won a stage or a race, meaning they just got in on points because there was a spot available. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the, the actual gap from 1st to 16th, but I'd say normally it's about 30 points or so. Okay. From, so, from the number one driver who has maybe three or four wins on the year, a bunch of stage wins, they could rack up. Did I lose you, Joe? Yeah. Or were you just done talking? I'm a cliffhanger. I may have just lost Joe. Gentlemen, uh -oh. start There we go. Hey, Joe. Engines. I'm here. Okay. Uh, the, 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 nice. Uh, the, the other question I've gotten, you guys may have touched on this while I was trying to do the math, writing it down. So what's the point of playoff points during the regular season? So playoff points help you throughout the playoffs. So the way the playoffs work in NASCAR is there's 10 races, four rounds. The first three rounds consist of three races each. And after those three races, the bottom four drivers in the playoffs get eliminated from the playoffs. Now, the benefit of those playoff points is, like I said, if you get 30 points, you could be 28 or so points ahead of the driver in 13th, who would be the first one eliminated after those three races. So it just builds you a little bit of a buffer to the, what, what is called the drop zone, where you are underneath the cut line, you are 13th, 14th, 15th, or 16th in points, and that is where you would get eliminated from the playoffs after three races. Now, after those three races, when we go to the next round, the points reset again, and all the playoff points that you've accumulated through the regular season and the playoffs get applied again, we reset the points, and we go through the next three races. That happens until we get to the championship. The championship, there, there's no points. It's whoever finishes in front of the championship four drivers wins the championship. And last year, that was Ryan Blaney. He didn't even win the race. Ross Chastain won the race. But out of, all, out of the four playoff drivers, Ryan Blaney finished the best. He finished the race second, so he won the championship. That's, yeah, that's confusing, too. Dale Earnhardt, we'll Dale Earnhardt Sr., if I look up on motorsportstats.com, 93,650 points he had. Wow. He was also racing in a different points uh, system where the winner would get somewhere around 185 points. As mm -hmm. they should. Yeah, they should. As they should, because it's about going fast. Joe Absolutely. Berg, WSIC Sports Thanks, Director, Joe. host of The Scoreboard Absolutely. with Joe Berg, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. You should really stick around to hear what the crazy gang of three have to say next. Good morning, LKN on WSIC.
Want to talk with Justin, Bill, or Mamie? Give them a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on WSIC. Good morning, okay, and 848 on this Friday. Hope you're doing well. 77 South at 85, just past 85. There was an accident earlier, so you're probably seeing some delays as you're heading south. Uh, but uh, that's okay. It's Friday. It's Friday. You just deal with it. Bames, I didn't realize that you also doubled as a fire marshal yes, in the community. Apparently, I am. Got uh, about 10 to 15 DMs yesterday asking about why the skies were yellow and hazy. And it smelled of uh, firewood. And I was in South End Charlotte all day yesterday, so I did not see, I did not get to enjoy the the yellow hazy sky. So I had no idea what was going on. So I texted you guys and I was like, hey, what's going on? (laughs) Because I'm not in the fire department. Nothing happening up here. Nothing to report. (laughs) Nothing to report. But there was actually a control burn that that was taking place. Uh, Latta Nature Preserve. Mm. It started yesterday at 11 a.m., Fires were supposed to last around three to four hours, but there was definitely the remnant. I mean, when I walked out of the studio, probably about, what, 4.45-ish, it was it was foggy out yeah. there. Yeah, I think the winds were a little bit higher than they expected yesterday, and that's what kind of caused the overall haze. I saw Brad, Brad Panovich men- mentioned it yesterday on uh, socials, too, and he said that's probably the reason for it. Interesting doing a control burn. We're going to have to get an expert in here on control burns at some point. Maybe we get Fire Marshal Woody or somebody in here and yeah. talk about it and, and see kind of what's the, what's the benefit. Point. Yeah, right. what's the benefit? I think it does help like regrowth is what I've heard yeah. um, from other people. But yeah. What's, it's a cycle. Yeah. But what is it? I don't know. Because it's a bunch of leaves on the ground right now. Like I always thought like, okay, if you light one leaf on fire, if it's dry enough outside, you're about to, that's called a forest fire is what happens next. Yeah. So these are just controlled planned forest fires. Control. Do they stand by like with the the water truck and stuff? I mean, too? I'm sure there's protocols. There has yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a controlled burn. Yeah, I I believe that they are in fully control. I am not in control of these burns. So next time it happens, friends, like check check the the fire department socials and they'll let you know what's going on. And, I don't know. And Latta Nature Preserve that that's in Huntersville, right? That's mm-hmm. the, and that's what connects, I believe, to Mountain Island Lake. It does, yeah. The the uh, Latta Plantation. Yeah, they're getting a restaurant over there too. Wow. Oh, over well, Mountain, Mountain Island. Island. Lake. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. For them. But for Huntersville, Huntersville's got some things going on. We raided the downtowns the we other did. week. We did, and you know what? Uh, no one, no, the funny part is, is no one objected to the fact of Huntersville being last on the I, list. That's what I was just going to say. Isn't that they were funny? like, even the people in Huntersville were like, I know, that's true. <laughs> we, we accept, we accept it. it. We don't like it. We accept it. But they're doing something about it. They are. There has been the new town hall construction has been approved for Huntersville. Uh, the new building will basically be, if, you, if you've seen, if you've stood in front of Huntersville Town Hall, just behind the building, there's a vacant lot. Mm-hmm. That's where they're going to build the new one. And I believe the existing town hall is going to be more of like a community kind of gathering space, if you would, mm-hmm. almost. Because right now the, what is it called? The um, the diocese? What is it called when you know when you sit like kind of the, the room in the middle? People oh, know what I'm talking I know what you're about. talking about. Mm-hmm. The fancy room where the board members sit yeah, currently. Yeah, the tall tables. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to become more of like a community gathering space and they'll utilize the rest of that building. But the new building here... Uh, looking pretty, pretty fancy. It looks real fancy. And it's going to cost less than $30 million. What a bargain. Wow. Only six roundabouts. Mm-hmm. Well, no, about 10. <laughs> <laughs> 10 roundabouts for the price of one building. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad for them because, yeah, I, I really felt sad. Um, somebody reshared it in like the Huntersville Facebook group and all the comments were just, yes, we know. 
we're, we're really sad about it. But they do have a plan. They have a plan. They have a plan. And so that's, I think there's hope for them. That's to... the important part of management is having a plan and moving forward. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate part is it's going to take years, right, to get right. there. But at least there's a plan. So hopefully in five years, we'll rate it again we'll and it'll, it'll move up. You think within five years, we're breaking ground on the town hall in Huntersville? Or... Uh, okay, 10. Okay. <laughs> what what shop do you think could survive in downtown Huntersville? Huntersville. Yeah. So right now they do have Slice House. And so from pizza perspective, Slice House is good New York style pie. And then do they still have the uh, like video game place there? There is. The old school video game shop is still there. The witch's place burned down. What's the witch's place? Well, there was like a witch shop, and I think oh. that caught on fire like a... Yeah, should be doing spells in there. That's probably well, why. You know, potions and stuff. There's Harry's a tattoo hot. place down there still, maybe? Not sure. Cafe 100 was there for a while. Cafe 100's very good. I was, Is that still there? That's I, not there. They I closed. I think it closed. Yeah. It was very good. I was sad that it closed. So it like happened out of nowhere, too. Like mm-hmm. one day, it was like, no, nah, we're closed. Uh, yeah. I went there not enough people. For brunch one day and closed. Well, I like a mimosa. We're closed. It's not happening. (laughs) Nobody answered the door or anything. I think there is a uh, bilingual tax preparer as well there for you in downtown (laughs) Huntersville if needed. Uh, That is also a feature. That could be helpful for somebody. Right across the street already have the fire department. Well, and then they have the Discovery Place Kids. So that, you know, people love that place. And so I I think it needs, it just needs more. Uh, I don't know if there's enough. There's a new brewery. There is? Yeah. Just behind the Cashins, where it used to be the old police department. Oh, That's a brewery Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, well have to check them out They're and see. doing lots of stuff down there. Then. There's some residential going in. There's people not happy about all the stuff going mm-hmm. in downtown. Somebody, you can't make everybody happy, though. You're not pizza. Pizza makes everybody happy? Oh, yeah. Who's Definitely. mad when you bring a pizza? Gluten people. No. Oh, well, there's gluten-free pizza, see? They got options. Yeah. There are options out there. Cauliflower. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you can't make everybody happy all the time. You just have to do what you think is best for... For most of the people. So. Well, Huntersville's got the most square miles out of most of these towns, too. But their downtown feels, like, really small to me. Is it smaller than the others? I don't think downtown, like, okay, I guess it depends on what do you classify as your downtown. Well, what like, would what you classify as downtown Huntersville? Where would you say it starts and ends? I would think it ends, like, right past the Cashins. It's that block, man. It's just, like, it, one block. Yeah, it's just the block. And so it's harder to make it more because there's just not the space for it, unless you go, like... Extend it. Go over to the maybe to the right behind, like where the little is that Veterans Park back there or whatever park. I think you will see it expand. I think that's what I mean. No, there's room to expand. You couldn't go like straight up and down Old Statesville. You'd have to go over. Not arguing with current status. Again, they're last on the list. Not arguing with that. But the future of the downtown, I do think it grows, and we see we're going to start seeing these old houses that are businesses and Mm -hmm. things like that. At some point those will get torn down and they will get rebuilt into buildings okay. it, unless they have historical status. That's, it, it is inevitable to happen. It's no different than you see houses, old houses on the lake that get mm-hmm. torn down from, you know, 1950s, 1940 right. houses. They get torn down and these mega mansions go up. Mm-hmm. The same thing will happen in downtown Huntersville. The police, look at the, look at the police station was, re- right. was changed. Look, look, there's the new residential buildings going in. There's the new town hall. That's how many stories is this rendering? Four stories right here. At least they have a parking deck in downtown Huntersville. They do now? Yeah, right behind the Discovery Place. Oh, you're right. Yeah. See, Katie was like eight when we moved here, so she was kind of out of the Discovery Place because I've never been. Yeah. So she she was already grown up. We had Noah's first birthday there. Oh, I bet that was fun. It was really fun. Uh, It's a good spot to have a little party, and it's really cool science and getting kids involved. And like, it's one of those where like you can go and you can touch water. Yeah, it's my godson. He's only he's only eighteen months right now. So as he gets older, I'll probably be taking him there a few times. Yeah, so good for Huntersville. Yeah, they don't have to be last forever. No, they won't be last forever. No. Who do you think will take their places? Though? Denver. Oh, you know who was upset was Denver because we didn't. They don't have one. 
They don't have one. And so then people were trying to make up what could be considered Denver's downtown. What were the options? The consensus was the cookout parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Publix kind of has a has a landlock there uh, on the downtown. Publix, yeah, what is it? Publix and Walmart. Um, Lowe's. Yeah, it could be that little circle right Harris there. Theater. Yeah, that where ISI is over there too. Sixteen and seventy three, right there, dead there. center. Yeah, that's the their downtown. Yeah, the Walmart, Lowe's, uh, Aldi, Chick Fil A parking lot area. Yeah, that's Starbucks. Their downtown. Midtown Sundries. Hey, if that's Good if that's their downtown, I think they move up to the top of the list. Is it walkable? Oh, super walkable. You cross in sixteen and seventy three there on oh, foot? Oh, maybe not. Maybe they can get like a little a little trolley to take you across to the other side. Certainly think a downtown requirement is walkability. Like you have to have a threshold of walkability. And you have to, to have like a, a lot of um different things too. Yeah. It can't just be restaurants, it can't just be bars. Now Lincolnton in Lincoln County, they have a downtown. We did mention Lincolnton, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, they have a great downtown. Um, the Apple Festival, I'll be there this year. That's nice. a good one. I think it's in the in the fall. That would make sense, right? That's when apples apple, fall off apple trees. Pickens. Yeah, they have everything apple, everything apple you could ever think of. It's fantastic. Slushies? Oh, Donuts? Yeah. Donuts, slushies, pies. Apple pie? Mm-hmm. Red or green apples? Uh, I don't know what to use in apple pie. Green, maybe? Mm. I don't know. But it's all good. I don't I don't discriminate when it comes to apples. I'll eat it. Can you use red apples in an apple pie? I'm sure you can do whatever you want to. I mean, I guess you could. Mm-hmm. I like the cinnamon. I like the old school, like, you know, public school apples from, from the cafeteria. Like the red, like waxy ones? No, 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 oh. no. Not the actual apples. Like the processed ones with cinnamon sugar coating all oh, over it. yeah. And, and slathered in Nickelodeon ooze. Yeah, they make those at Cracker Barrel, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, are <laughs> those are good. Those are real good. Start with food, end with food. <laughs> it's still, it's still got to have the same apple nutrients inside uh, of it, it's right? Got, it's got some. Those haven't been extracted. <laughs> <laughs> Probably they have <laughs> some syringe to take everything healthy out of it and just yeah. leave the mush. You doing anything this weekend besides I, the apple festival? I'm doing nothing this weekend. No, I've decided not to do the barbecue tour. I've oh, decided no, I've decided not to do it because uh, I just want to stay home this weekend. Wow, oh, yeah. that's it. I'm gonna stay home. Catch up on laundry. On I'm gonna catch up on laundry. I'm gonna catch up on Love Is Blind. I'm gonna yeah, do a big bowl of nothing. It'll be great. And just hang. Yeah, the entire be at time. Home. Be at home all weekend. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, probably won't even I... leave my neighborhood tomorrow. I'll probably just stay in the house all day. I feel like I have something I'm supposed to do this weekend, but I just can't think of it right now off the top of my head. Mm. And Demi will remind you when you go home. That's how it has to go. Mm-hmm. Because I will just sit on the couch <laughs> and do nothing. <laughs> She'll be like, remember, I told you. Yeah, that's and, usually how it goes. Yeah, you'll yeah. be like, no, you never We're leaving me. in 20 minutes. <laughs> what? I, I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> I haven't this. even showered in three days. <laughs> what are we doing? It's good to know that. I should brush my teeth. <laughs> all relationships are basically the same. I say things, nobody listens, and then they're very surprised when I tell them that it's actually happening. Same thing happens to me with the incandescent light bulbs. <laughs> Eight years later, they've been talking about they're going to be illegal, and then the yeah. day they become illegal, I throw a fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> they, they well, look. Rob didn't realize they were illegal until um, he went to Lowe's last See, week. See, lack of communication. Yeah, it's all my He fault. went to go buy some? Where's the cheap ones? <laughs> I want the $2 bulbs. <laughs> well, we thought, our, we thought we were going to have to replace our whole light fixture. It just turns out we didn't have dimmable bulbs in our That's in our light fixture in the in the dining room. And so um, he went to go buy some, and he was like, you can't buy just regular light bulbs anymore. So I am a little spoiled now with the light bulbs in our house. We've switched to the... Uh, we're starting to, as the bulb goes out, we replace it with the LED ones. Mm-hmm. The, the best part about the LED ones is they don't burn your hand. Right. So you can literally just... It's almost like magic. Like, Look, kids, watch. Daddy won't get burned. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, so you're spoiled now? So you do like them? You're a big fan? Yeah, but if I want to buy cheap light bulbs, I should be allowed to buy cheap light bulbs. Yeah, the no. point is, is freedom. 
That's what I'm about is America. freedom. America. That's what it's about. Hey, have you voted yet? It's early voting right now. I don't care who you vote for. You just better vote. It should be illegal to not vote. You should have to vote. No, freedom. You can do whatever you want. Dang, that's right. But you should have to wear it, read the resume of everybody. Serving you better than ever before. 105.9, 100.7. WSIC, Statesville, Morrisville, North Charlotte.